All right, strike update. SAG after in studios to meet for a second day in talks to resolve after strike. So that was uh, today. Mm-hmm. So they're in second day of negotiation of hopefully uh, getting it done. I do see that Netflix uh, apparently is planning to raise the prices after the actor strike ends, which I kind of saw that coming. I feel like these studios are going to be like, well, we're going to raise the prices, but hey, it's going to be because we're now we're going to pay the actors and the writers. So, I mean, you got to love the fact that they're not like, oh, we'll just cut our own paychecks. They're like, no, no, no. We're going to fuck over the consumers. Yeah. Um. Do you know who? Um. Uh. uh do you know who Satoru Iwata was? No. So Satoru Iwata was the president of Nintendo for a good while, and uh, when the Wii U and the 3DS came out under his reign, uh, they did not meet like their sales expectations. Uh-huh. So they sold like way less than the Wii and the DS did. Uh-huh. And uh, like the board was kind of pressuring Iwata, like, "Hey, like something needs to be done about this. Like we gotta cut some people off to, you know, keep um, to like it's because we couldn't pe- meet profits." So you know what Iwata did? What he cut his own salary, like over half of his own salary, he cut it off so that he wouldn't have to fire anyone. See, that's a fucking boss. That's a goddamn leader right there. Yeah, story water, may you rest in peace. Um, but yeah, he was a boss. He knew you he was beautiful doing. son of a bitch. They don't they just don't make him like 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 him anymore. Uh do you know what happened after he passed away? Oh no. This, this, this is cute. You, you oh like okay. It. So he passed yeah. away and the, immediately the so it rained the day that he he passed away, and the next day there was a rainbow right on top of Nintendo's offices. So they were like, "Oh, it's like a, it's like a rainbow road from Mario Kart, just Aww. leading him, leading him to heaven." <laughs> That's strangely pleasant, actually. Yeah, look up, look up Satoru Iwata. He was quite a character. I, I, I adore the guy, and that's what a CEO does, not whatever the fuck Netflix and everyone else. Uh, anyway, the writer's strike is pretty much done, um, and they're based on the contract to lim- limited to no AI. Good. Yeah, uh, they pretty much saved the profession. Like, yeah. if you can believe that. Like, like what I wanted the most out of this strike to happen is I want a cultural shift. It's going to take a while to get there, but there's like a whole shift of like, I want us to get to a point where if a little kid says, I want to be a writer, I want to be an actor, I don't want their parents to be like, no, there's no money in that. Yeah, no, don't I do agree. it. Like, like, yeah, because when we get to that point where we don't have anything new coming out and people are complaining i want them to remember like hey we have we have that art because writers are doing them so i want it to be respected and i want kids to also grow up and be like oh i want to do that and like feel like they can live off that because how wonderful is it to live off your art to do something that you're loving and you know to make a buck out of that it shouldn't be just locked into a dream it, it should be able to happen so uh that's what i hope happens that's where i hope this strike is heading uh other than that i don't have any other uh strike updates um anything else you'd like to add before we um, get started i got one thing to say and this is a personal story but i think it's relevant to the strike and everything you just said you just reminded me of the story um yeah. 
one time I was at, and I'm not going to mention names. I'm just going to say this. I was at a friend's house, and uh, some. Do I know these friends? Up. Yes, but I don't want to say names because I'm going to put okay. their father on blast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, my friend's dad. We were all talking about our majors and stuff, and yeah, I'm an English major, right? So the joke comes up. Oh, so you got to use this degree, right? Like that's the joke, yeah. like in the of English majors. And I kind of said no, I have a degree that's useful that a lot of people don't recognize. What do you mean? And I, I made a point of saying that shirt that you're wearing with those combo characters, that's a piece of art. If you don't, if you think English is useless and art degrees are useless and, and everything with music and film, if you think those degrees are useless, that's fine. That means you can't play video games because that was made by an artist. You can't watch movies because they're written by art, by writers that are artists and directed by directors that are artists, actors that are artists. You can't enjoy comic books. Life would be legitimately meaningless without artists because everything that you like was created by someone. It's someone's art. You can't fucking talk down the degree. You can't talk down the profession and then go back and be like, all right, let me go play my video games for 20 hours a week. Like, I'm sorry, you don't get to fucking do that. So just a quick thing. If there's anyone out there that thinks that like, oh, an art degree is stupid or a degree in writing is stupid. Just so we're clear, fuck you. Just want to be clear on that. Go ahead. I've said it better. So Thanks. now speaking of speaking of art that is important, let's talk about people bleeding for two hours. Hey Chema, hey Chema, hey Chema. What? You wanna you wanna play a game? Thank you for welcoming us into your into your headphones. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Jigsaw. Reviewing Saw X, and this is the rollback. Saw X witnessed the return of Jigsaw. Between the events of Saw and Saw 2, a sick and desperate John Kramer travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Armed with a newfound purpose, the infamous serial killer returns to his work, turning the tables on the con artist in his signature visceral way through devious, deranged, and ingenious traps. So we have the 10th Saw film. This is directed by Kevin Grudert, who before this uh, directed uh, Saw uh, 6, Saw 7, uh, the movie Jezebel, and a couple of other short films. Uh, we have Tobin Bell back as John Kramer slash Jigsaw. Shawnee Smith also returns as the her his prodigy Amanda. And we have <laughs> other characters uh, played by uh, Shinov McCody Lund, Renata Vaca, Paulette Hernandez, Octavio Hinojosa Martinez, and Stephen Brand. So, uh, we're going to approach this, uh, I think, in a, a kind of a different way. Uh, Saw is not a saga that I am uh, profusely, uh, um, I'm not going to say a fan with it. It's just I haven't engaged with it enough. I've seen a couple of the movies. I've seen like, I've seen one, I've seen three. Uh, I definitely saw six and uh, I think I saw part of Spiral. Um, mm. But before I watched this one, I did, I, I cheated. I watched a recap 
of the story just so I can be like uh, completely what? What? You, no. I cheated. You, okay. You don't get to fucking do it. No. Fuck you. You need to sit back and watch all like 14 hours with the rest of us. I just wanted to know what was happening. I never do this. I literally never do this. It's the first time that I've done this. Okay. All yeah. right. Sure. Sure. Fucking and, uh, sure. Okay. I know this is my only time that I've done this. And, uh, and in order to just so I could not feel lost in this one, but I feel like, uh, after seeing it, I don't think I was that, I, I, I would have been that lost. I mean, I know the timeline. I know how this works. I know this takes place between one and two. And um, there are a lot of things I liked about this movie. And there's a lot of things that I wanted to comment on. Uh, obviously, we're going to approach this in different ways. I know you might be a bigger fan than I am about this. Uh, I want to know how how do you how do you approach the saga? I want to be very clear about this. I am not the biggest Saw fan, but I am a fan of the franchise to an extent. I think the traps are interesting. I don't always agree with the people that he selects. Like okay. in the third one, he was testing a dude who was grieving his son and needed therapy. You know, instead of being put in a life, life, uh, life or death trap. I'm just saying. Um, versus the dude that like uh, the people that defraud others in the healthcare system. You know what? Yeah, you know maybe they 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 deserve to be in these traps. But as far as like people that uh, a, a grieving father, I don't know about him. Drug addicts. I don't know. I feel like they need counseling. I don't know if you need to like almost murder them. I, I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, all that said, Saw the Saw franchise is a very complicated franchise. A franchise with, I would say the first seven Saw films are very soap opera-esque with these traps. Like the traps are insane, but the use of flashbacks, shaky cam, uh, the use of these grime and looks and all this stuff. Um it's crazy because I, I saw a review and I feel like it's the most accurate review of this film. It's insane that it took 10 entries for the for the Saw franchise to work to its strengths and make a great film. Because this movie is certified fresh. This is probably the most positive received Saw film since the original, if not more so. Yeah, because the first one is uh, at a, it's at 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. And this that's one I think considered, is at 80? Yeah, and that's considered, and 50 is considered modern. So, uh, now, what I have always admired about the Saw films is that there was a period of time when there was one every year and they always came out on Halloween. Yeah. Like, that's so perfect. And then yeah. uh and then a fucking uh what's Do you called? know about the blood uh, drive? No. What about the blood drive? So every year when the Saw films were at their peak, they would do a blood drive every year um at several theaters. And if you donated blood, you got a free ticket for the movie. They oh. saved 360,000 lives with all that blood that was donated. Thank, shout out James. Sh shout out James Wan. I mean, yeah, everyone. What a, great, I mean, what a great fucking idea. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was credited for saving over 360,000 lives, um, which if they continue to, to do this, I hope they bring that tradition back. I think that was brilliant. And I think they should continue it. Yeah. Cause, um, Cause I like when, when they do things like that for, for, for movies. Like I remember when I went to see, uh, I think it was the nun, uh, the first nun or, uh, no, it wasn't the nun. Might've been animal creation, not a creation. Yeah. Um, they had a, a, uh, what's it called? Um, they had an ambulance outside just waiting just in case, oh, which, uh, 
if you know how much cost how much it costs to ride on an ambulance just for a little bit i don't know how much they how 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 they afford that but uh anyway um i will say this about this movie um you know i've seen the other i've seen a couple of the other ones i i know the gist i knew what i was getting into um but little by little in the background i started to hear about this movie specifically i started to hear best of the franchise I started to hear Toby Bell Gibson, a hopefully an Academy Award nominated performance. I started to hear a lot of things that usually don't come out about these movies, and I got curious. And uh, I, I figured, well, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll go, I'll go see it because there was a part of me that was like, what if I skip it? And then when you told me like, no, let's do it, I had a hard time finding a theater. It was full. They were all full. And that doesn't happen. Like if if my look if my closest theater gets full, I find another one, and and, and I'll try to make it work. They were all full. Uh, like for a weekend, like it was completely full, and I could not believe it. I could not believe it because they recently in the past like two years, uh, my my local theater chain got really really adamant about like it's an R-rated movie. We're gonna ask you for your ID at the at the entrance, like no questions asked. Like we're gonna ask you. Um. And they did. Like I got carded for like the first time in years, <laughs> um, and I could not believe it. Like, it, and and my theater was full, and I went in. I sat. I got my. I ordered my food, and I was waiting. And I was kind of waiting for it to start. And then, man, this was. I mean, pardon the comparison, but this is to jigsaw like what logan is to wolverine i uh, you know i like that i like that comparison i don't i don't hate it like uh like i've seen enough saw movies to know that uh, tobin bell is the antagonist quote unquote but mm-hmm. he's never the focus you know the focus is usually the victims and then this movie starts and for like the first 30 to 40 minutes it sounds one like dream sequence there's no traps there's no blood there's no anything there's it's one just... imagine trap that he does yeah like, guy that's trying to steal yeah uh, one one like dream sequence scenario yeah. um but it's just a very tragic story about him and like you start to feel some sympathy for the devil here and i could not believe that a movie that had this many entries <laughs> Uh, and that usually is considered like a popcorn gore fest, uh, wanted to take it so seriously. Because like James Wan, what I like about James Wan is that he is horror, but he's whimsical horror, you know? I don't know if you remember, but in the first Saw movie, uh, the uh, Bill of the Puppet has like ruby slippers, and like one asked for that. He's like, he's got to have ruby slippers. Like, why? I don't remember that. I believe you. I don't remember that. Because he's a fucking whimsical guy. Like, this is the guy that put a giant tentacle monster in the middle of Aquaman banging a drum, you know? That like, he's the, that's the kind of, he's, he's in a silly, goofy mood. And, uh, yeah. No, sorry, I was gonna say, you know, it's funny that uh James Wan when he they were designing Billy So Billy the Puppet has never actually been called Billy the Puppet in any Saw franchise. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, we but, just we just know it because we know it, yeah. Fans called him Billy. Yeah. Sorry. Um it's sick. Okay. It's sick, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then we got this movie that like for the first 30 to 40 minutes, I was like, this is not a Saw movie. Like this is 
almost like a it's gone it's like the setup to a revenge movie like it's a uh, yeah, yeah and like it makes you be on his side in a weird way uh like, like the movie ended and 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 I had to like to like clean like some like negativity on my shoulder I, I had to be like what like just remember like I don't know I, I don't know if it makes sense like I was in a weird you cheer for him I mean, they shouldn't have fucked with him that way. It was karmic <laughs> justice by the end. Um, See, I am not judge, jury, nor executioner, but like, god damn, you evil people. You no, evil pieces that. of shit. No, fuck that. I'll be the judge, jury, and execution. No, these people deserved it. Look, I when they say, okay, part of the problem, I think, with the early entries was there were some crimes in there that I don't know were worth murder like again mm-hmm. father grieving his kid drug addict um everyone's different uh the in the first movie who are the two guys one is having an affair or attempts to have an affair but doesn't he he thought about it but he didn't do it and on the other side we have a dude whose job it is is to take pictures of people right is to follow people i don't know if they deserved it but these fucks these fuckers deserved it. They were scamming cancer patients, people on their deathbed. You know what? They're fine. Go ahead, put whatever trap you want on them. Fuck them. Um, which I think was also interesting because um, we got to see parts of John Kramer and and Amanda, his his uh, his assistant, yeah, uh, his protege, in ways that we never expected before. Which in the other franchise they killed off jigsaw the killer technically in saw three and then he kind of came back for the jigsaw movie that was like what part eight then we had the weird chris rock one which was technically a knockoff killer that i actually kind of liked um it's a cop procedural partially but then we get this film where you sympathize with jigsaw at first you 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 understand why he does what he does as far as like him like grieving and he has cancer they kind of left out the part where his son like died in the womb like due to um, forced miscarriage due to some drug addicts but nonetheless uh kramer you know takes a chance and uh they attempt to perform surgery and i think he's too smart for them to pull this kind of trick on him one he's able to figure out where they're at because remember they kidnap him to take him to where where they go but second they um during the surgery he's just conscientious enough to look at something and be like why are they turning the screen yeah you know stuff like that um and he goes to thank them they cleared out it's very clear this was a scam he checks the back of his head and he sees no scar and he realizes he's been duped and to quote uh hoffman you try to to scam uh john kramer the dumbest thing you could have done um and he brings all that i call that epic bad luck oh man absolutely terrible line absolutely shitty line i I, it killed the moment for me but uh but yeah whatever no no and then and then we get so amanda tracks these get people down and the thing is is you're kind of cheering for jigsaw and amanda at this point which is also a weird thing because in the other jigsaw movies you never watch amanda and and john kramer their reactions them cheering them hoping people survive at one point to get the information he straps pipe bombs to this guy's forearms 
and he has to cut them off, right? After he already got his information, the guy succeeds in his trap. And then you see John Kramer helping him. Like, you're going to be okay. I'm going to like administer medical attention. Like you're going to be okay. Yeah. Which is weird because you did this to me, but then you're administering aid after I survived, which is odd. Um, not gonna lie, I thought uh, when he took up the the pipe bombs and he survived, you, you know how he leaves like a little like a uh, med kit like ne- yeah. next to him. I thought for a second he was gonna open the med kit and he, and the tape that was playing uh-huh. uh, was gonna be there, like the, like the tape of like, oh, this is how you become a surgeon, like with this, like yeah. I thought that oh, was gonna be, in there. but no, <laughs> uh, and 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 that's something that I. I was sadly not fully like uh like I know Kramer from like the few movies that I've seen. But it kind of hadn't hit me completely that like if they pass the challenge, he's like, no, no, they're clear. They're they're good. Like uh Yeah. Yeah, like he genuinely did help him. Like when the when the other girl who was the assistant at the house, when she passes her test, he immediately goes like get her to the hospital immediately. Like it's she needs medical attention there. for her burns. Yeah, like it's immediate. Yeah, which I don't know. Maybe you can shed some light on this. Like, has this happened before? Like, when they survive and do they take them to the hospital? Can can they be like, okay, I survived. I'm horribly disfigured, but like this guy's the jigsaw killer. Like, not often. Sometimes happen. Not often. He'll administer aid himself. Like the first doctor, the guy that cut off his own foot. Yeah, John Kramer nursed him back to health. Like he he stitched up his wounds and he nursed him back to health himself. Yeah, um, he becomes his he becomes his uh, his protege later, like correct movies after. Yeah, but it's not just the people that become his protege. He will like they'll get out, and by the time they get out, the police are typically on their way or almost there. Like you have a pretty good chance of surviving if you if you survive, you're gonna get medical attention like almost immediately. Like they kind of plan it in that way, okay. um, um, which. Props to him, I guess. Like he's a man of his word. If you survive, you walk away. Like you fucked me over with my cancer. I'm gonna let you walk because you could. You fucked up your forearms to to the nth degree. Um, can Can I just say like a random thing that I really like about this movie is that it takes place between one and two. Uh-huh. I love that. So Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith, who plays John Kramer and Amanda, I I love that they didn't try to like digitally de-age them or add makeup to them. Like they were just like just just them. Like just just let them just shut like, up and go with it. it. Yeah. yeah, and like because it would have been extremely distracting. And like I know that it's them. Like I don't need I don't need them like digitally de-aged or anything. The, the effect would have looked horrible. They're they're in the movie too much. Uh, I like that they just kind of let them like go. And Tobin Bell, I loved his performance in this. Like I, I loved it. Like he really can. He he's got like a very specific voice, and such a way of how he walks and how he moves and how he even looks. Like there's a moment where like there's such a sadness in his eyes that you really it it almost doesn't match like what he's doing. Like it's 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 quite incredible. Like what he's doing. he's so good at playing this character, and. Mm-hmm. um I love the moments that we got to see them. I I wanted uh here's the thing and, and th- this is the movie nerd in me in me thinking but like can, picture this. The movie starts, you know, business as usual, he's coming out of his chemo, he's going to the support group, he hears about this miracle cure 
he goes to Mexico, he gets he gets it and, 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 and everything. The moment when he comes back into the lab and he sees that they're gone and he breaks the bottle. Like imagine this. Imagine he breaks the bottle, he drops it, you see like a shot of the bottle broken. And imagine that's when the title screen would have come up. Saw X. Like, like imagine Saw X after that whole thing. Like 30 to 40 minutes in. Shit, that, uh, might, that might be the biggest delay. I wouldn't have hated it though. I wouldn't have hated I, it at all. I, I feel like it would have split like uh like the whole thing between like, okay, your saw movie starts now. <coughs> yeah. Or yeah. Um but I love that we had that because it made everything else. The movie was very quiet and very like serene and very like colorful, which is a weird way, a weird thing to say for a Saw movie. Well, see, uh, that's part of the thing. They wanted to differentiate. So when I saw some, of, I saw a few of the interviews and they said that was on purpose. They yeah, wanted to differentiate tell, yeah. it from the other ones. Yeah. And, uh, and I love that they did that because you can really tell that this was made out of it's a weird thing to say, but I feel like this was made out of love. <laughs> like this movie feels like it really was made uh, like out of love for the franchise and out of love for this character, because they could have very easily just not do gone uh, back they, to they the well. just, Yeah, just do the same thing. But this one, maybe because I'm not like, an expert in the franchise, but I feel like you could watch this without having seen anything else, and you can no pretty much true get it. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So I think. I think part of this also has to do with the effect of like, um, do you remember when I talked about Puss in Boots? That's a weird comparison, but how I said it was great because I think people that grew up as fans of Shrek got to make this film because they grew up with these ideas and now they're able to apply their ideas to the franchise that they love. In this same aspect, granted, the director had already directed other, other Saw films, but I think enough time had passed to where he could apply ideas that he always had to this new franchise, to this new outlook on it. For example, one thing I fucking adored was when, so when they're doing, so they trap the main four people, right? Uh, They're all in one warehouse together to watch each other go through their traps. They tell the first girl, you need to saw through your leg and get enough bone marrow to stop that thing. Otherwise it's going to cut your head off, right? With the, with the, with the saw. Yeah. Amanda cheers her on. Amanda's like, you can do this. Like, you can survive. Which is fucking nuts, because you put me in this, but they don't want them to fail. They're like healing through trauma. Their their philosophy is completely fucked. I want to be clear about that. But the idea that John Kramer and and Amanda are cheering these people, and they're like, you can survive this. Just, Just don't think. Do it. It's so twisted and I love it because it gives more layers to these characters almost of of these psychopaths that that think this is the only way to really treat your problems is you need to go through an incredibly traumatic experience to appreciate life more on the other side. Yeah. It's it's um, nuts, but I loved it. And I loved John's reactions to it too. Um because you see him squirming. You see him going yeah. like ah or like, oh god, this is kinda hard to watch. But and again, that's not something that you normally see in the franchise. Yeah, and I like how uh, the relationship between John and Amanda is very much uh, expanded upon. Mm-hmm. And I like how there, there's even a moment when uh, they're talking about how uh, the girl Gabriella, who's the uh, who's the uh, the assistant at, at, at the house, yeah, 
Uh, no, the assistant at the house. Uh, oh, oh, the 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 radiation. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, they're talking about how uh, <coughs> like even Amanda relates to her. She's she's like she did drugs. That's not a sin, you know. And John is like, well, we all have free will, and she, and she tries to like be like, no, like I get how she is. Like I want her to survive this because I know where she's coming from. And it's a weird way, like it's a weird game that they're playing. But I feel like this, more than any other Saw film, really shows that side of them. And I can't believe that the movie did this because they could have just, this whole movie just, they, they could have not done this. They could have very easily just done the same thing. Just like, oh, put them in another play position. The or put them in different... Yeah, play the hits. But the, the fact that they decided to actually try and do something new. This is like, remember when we saw uh, Halloween Ends? I remember how, like, we appreciate how experimental it was, but maybe it wasn't the right time or the place to do it. Uh, and it wasn't exactly what the fans wanted or what the movie, or the movie didn't land the way that it should have. It was a good rise, but it didn't land. This one, I think, plays, uh, with, with our, uh, with how we perceive Saw to be. And it played us. Like, it really did. It really played us. And, uh, show us what it could be and i don't know how you make another one after this one really um it's uh it's very unique and i very much appreciate it when i when the movie ended i kind of looked around at the people around me to, to, to check check their vibes and i heard a couple of people be like this sucked like this this was not uh, as good as the other software like what is this and i went like i don't know man I think I think people are gonna walk in expecting something, and you're either gonna walk out liking what you got, or you're gonna be like, you're gonna be expecting like another soft film. This one is trying something a little different. The last one, Spiral, also tried to do something different, and this one tries to like reconcile both uh, the the original fan base and uh, the new people that, that, that are gonna come in through this one. Yeah. Um, I feel like this one adds a ton of uh of spirit and heart into the franchise like watching the rest of the saga with this now as like part of the context of the ongoing of the ongoing canon i feel like it's gonna change a lot i feel like it's it's, it's gonna make you um when you see john uh doing something in the other movies i feel like now because you know that he also went through this it's gonna change the perspective i think i think i think you're partially right i think part of it is also the fact of like I, I, I'm almost wish that the other films didn't have such a, such a sustained look and vibe. It's the Marvel problem, but like to the 11th degree of like all these movies feel the same. All the first seven movies do feel the same. It wasn't until Jigsaw, the eighth one, that the whole series kind of got a bit of a facelift. It looked more cinematic. It looked updated for modern time. Um, this movie, like, it it does the smart thing where it makes the bad guys people that it makes sense you know if they do a sequel i want them to go after bad people not like mm, again grieving father i don't know if he deserved death uh people that defraud cancer patients fuck them um they kind of tried to go a little bit that route when it came to I'm trying to remember i think it was saw five it was saw five or six they go after the healthcare industry. One of the things is that 
this whole franchise has always been partially about social commentary, whether it's drug use, addicts, uh, people with mental health issues, or people that may want to attempt self-harm, stuff like that. Um, in one of them, they actually do deal with uh, a health insurance agency where they actively have a team finding ways to not cover people with the healthcare plans that they already paid for. Um, yeah. And he goes after them. And did he? Did they do it well? I don't think so, because most people don't remember that part of the story. Um, but nonetheless, no. I, I think the guy's right. The, that one review was right. Play to Jigsaw's strengths. Have him punish people that we all want to look at and say, get him. And I hope if they do a Saw 11, which... I mean, this movie already did double its budget, like in in four days. I imagine they're going to do a sequel. Go after the people that deserve it. Go after people that we as fans can be like, you know what? Fuck them. Let's see if they pass or not. And go from there. They can build. Tobin Bell. God, he's eighty one, but he can still go. Also, it's so, just, it's so strange to see a man of his age to be skinny. It, no, it's it's not that weird. It's more like is he? Yeah, he's thin. He has a very good metabolism. But um, <laughs> but real quick, I want to talk about some of the traps. I feel like there was such a high disparity between the trap difficulty because on one, it's you have to cut through your leg. On another, you have to open your skull and get your own gray matter, and then break your foot and your and your hand. Like, I feel like there's a scale here, and it's not really fair. Well. I feel like they went on, you know, degrees of weight. I think personally, of how 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 much they had to do with the con. Yeah, um, I'll be honest. The first trap, well, the the one that he dreams of, the 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 eye one. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll be very honest because like this is the one that was in the posters, and you know, it was like the the one that that you know they they showed at the start in order to hook people in. And and just so they don't leave, just so they they confirm that they they're not they didn't walk into the wrong movie. Yeah. Um, that one is just breaking the guy's a guy's fingers, and I try to not think. Okay, what would I do in the situation? Because it's not a good way to enjoy this. But I feel like I could have done that one. I feel like I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like that first one is like, what was he doing one by one? Just go all out. He's gonna kill you afterwards. So like. Or just fucking turn the dial over, just like one, two, three. Ah, God, all five of my fingers. Yeah. It's just your eyes or breaking your five fingers. I don't know about you. I want my eyes. Yeah. Throw them out there. Yeah, I'd rather have that. Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah, so it's it's that. But like the other ones, I didn't even want to think what I would have done. No, 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 thank you. Uh, To me, the most, uh, not, not, not gruesome, but like to me, the most like, the only scene that really got me like, oh, like, like, oh, I don't like I was about to turn away was not even one of the traps. It was actually the scene where uh, the main doctor, uh, well, the, the evil doctor um, cuts open the girl to to get her in her intestines out and use them as rope. Really? Yeah. To me, that was like the one part where I was like, oh, my God. I, wow. Yeah. That didn't get me at all. The. um. The brain scene got me just because I was like, dude, like that's that's the hard that's the worst one, I think. Well, might be. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say cutting open cutting off my own leg or opening my brain. Which I also wonder, 
Could I have picked the leg? Could I have been like, can I just like cut off my like left leg below the shin? No, it was already pre. It, it was predetermined. They didn't mention that. They just said use bone marrow. I, maybe no, I couldn't use my arm. Uh, I could have. No, she had like the markings on the on the leg. No, no, I saw that part, but I was like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna survive on my own terms. Let me cut off my goddamn foot." Or I could be wrong. Anyway, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have played with the specifics with them. <laughs> You're like, I'm a lawyer. You don't know better. But anyway, um, we get to. So let's talk about like the double twist. The first one is Parker. Turns out to be the partner of Doctor Cortez. Doctor Cortez. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry, Doctor Cecilia. I'm sorry, Doctor Peterson. Uh, turns out to be her partner. He initially came in pissed off, like posing as if like, "Oh, this bitch conned me too. Look at my throat." And John's like, "Oh, okay, you're one of us. Like, you got conned. Don't worry, I'm gonna deal with it." Ends up pulling a gun on them. And then the doctor pulls, just so we're clear, fuck this doctor, the most evil thing. One, she ties Jigsaw to one side of this weird blood uh, boarding thing. And then instead of tying Amanda, which would have made sense, they tie a child, which is oh, yeah. one of the only times that the franchise has never gone. This franchise has very few limits. Kids are one of them. Yeah. And uh, also, do, do you think it was interesting to, for the first time, see like Kramer in one of his traps? I thought it was interesting. I he has technically been tested with like he he attempted suicide and lived, but yeah, I thought it was interesting seeing him in one of his own traps. Um, yeah. And um, it, go ahead. Dan. No, no, you first. No, well, I was gonna say. Um, this is my probably my only criticism of the movie. Um, I couldn't tell that the that the guy was going to betray them, that it was going to be like her partner. Yeah. Uh, but I did feel like they got them into their own trap. Like I never for a second thought like, oh no, they got him. Like I knew that it was going to come back to him. Yeah. Like, having planned this because that's the kind of guy that he just is. You know, he just kind of knows. And uh, yeah, so I felt like the part of getting them like being threatened with a gun to the to the uh, trap, I feel like that was a little weak. I feel like they could have maybe tried to done something in a way that like it felt almost impossible to them and then ending up there because I, <coughs> I could see coming that they were gonna be like that they saw that coming. Uh, because even he, even the guy at, at some point just goes like, if you were the only one, like, like, uh, like, uh, chained up to that thing, why were there two, like, yeah, why were there two spaces there for two people? And, uh, but I will say this, it led to my favorite moment of the movie and probably one of my favorite moments in movies the whole year, which is when they go back into the operation room and to get the money and they open this bag and a clock is there with a timer and the theme song hello sap starts playing yeah and just that's one of the most underrated musical scores i think ever it's yeah iconic it's fantastic i think it's it's a little too good for the franchise in my opinion and um yeah 
it's so good. And then when it starts playing in uh, in that moment, like dun 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 dun. Everyone in my theater just started like floating. Like it was like, oh, the mo- the movie starts so back, man. Like it, it was yeah. a beautiful moment because like it does it didn't ease into it. It just started playing it, and it's like, oh, you you got God, bitch. Like it was so <laughs> amazing, and like that's why we go. That's why we're there. That's why for we're there opening night for moments like that. I'm so glad that a moment like that was not spoiled. Even if I could see it kind of coming, yeah. I was so happy to have seen that moment. Like uh, like. Uh, like that whole moment to me was like worth the price of admission. It was just, it was a wonderful thing to see. Uh, Cause like them and then the, the, the gas started to come in and like, and like the trap stopping and like John going up to the kid and being like, you are a warrior. Like you didn't have to do that. And you were a warrior. And uh, it was a weirdly wholesome moment. Like it was a weirdly strange moment. And like it, it endeared us to John. Good. Because in a a lot, yeah. Because in a in a weird way, one he was like, "He's a fucking kid. Why are you putting him in this?" And she yeah. says, "We're gonna test your philosophy. You let yourself die, otherwise you want the kid to die." And in a twisted, fucked up way, it is kind of his philosophy twisted on him. Um, yeah. but on the other side, you know, him telling actively telling this kid like, "Don't pull." What, what does he say? Don't um. No jales. No jales. Yeah. No. It's funny to hear him say Spanish. No holly. Yeah. It, it's funny. But anyway, yeah. um, when he pulls it, the kid seeing that John's dying pulls it. Pulse. And it's it's yeah. it's just such a great moment of like the idea, the way to survive that trap was very obvious. If you're unselfish, if you agree to take the hit for one another for a little bit, you can survive this trap. You just have to yeah. work as a team. But that's so not within the bad guy's mentality of just, hey, take turns, we'll be fine, we can get through this. Yeah. That it works. Like, it's such a great idea for a trap. If you just trust each other, you can survive this one. In addition to that, the idea that there's secondary locks on the locks is fucking perfect. The fact that it's like, oh, I don't need the key, I just need to do this. And you can get out. I love that. I love the fact that, of course... Fucking Jigsaw John Kramer would have those like fail safe pieces on the next that no one would think to do because, well, you just have this thing wrapped around you. You don't know the fail safe. Of course, he would have that. Of fu- and it fits so perfectly within his realm. If you look up his his villain wiki, it says besides the fact that he's affluent, besides the fact that he has resources. He has a genius intellect. He thinks 10 steps ahead of everyone else for all possibilities. And nine times out of 10, it works out. He knows what's going to happen because he knows people. And the fact that this film only upped that to the next degree. And again, the part where he tells the kid, you, my boy, are a warrior and gives him the money. You can't help but endure him. No, none of this game over part. He's just like, let's go. Yeah. And he's... There's even a little moment where, like, Amanda kind of, like, ruffles his hair and they all live together. Like, it's uh, weirdly wholesome. Weirdly wholesome. Like, why am I feeling good about these people? Like, uh, but I think that's that's what a great story and execution do. Like, uh, 
when you put like a you you, you kind of end up choosing the lesser of two evils um because like the other people were like evil evil yeah like it, yeah. it's weird but it, it worked and then uh we get the after credit scene where henry uh wakes up in uh in a new saw trap that's gonna give him scars but i'm like okay where's his test um and we see uh john Cameron and mark hoffman and there's still more work to be done um critical response has been positive and if all the money is there i do see them doing a part 11. like the director already said we have an idea we just need to know that hey we can do it like we need the green light which i hope they do i want to see what's the next part of the story um i'm not <laughs> no no not in a way that i that i am like rejecting another another uh another sequel it's just like i kind of want this one to have an impact i want it to be a little bit influential and i want it to be like um I, I analyzed and talked about um because i do i do feel like it's gonna add a lot of context and it's gonna make watching the other movies very very interesting and i do want to i, I feel like this is tobin's bell tobin bell's movie like it, it's his movie it's his like when we talk best performances of the year i will be shocked if we don't talk about this one um because like it's weird because do you watch the, the the flash show what do you mean like the flash tv show like the, the CW no show? not enough no okay so in seasons like two or three uh savitar god of speed shows up uh-huh and you it's just a guy in a suit but like his voice is tobin bell and like it's incredible like he is so menacing and so terrifying and I remember like watching that show and listening to his voice coming out of that suit and being like, Jesus Christ, this I'm I'm somebody called God. Like I'm I'm fucking scared. And yeah. <laughs> the fact that I am now sitting here kind of feeling uh sympathy and, and warm towards this character, like I cannot believe it. Those motherfuckers played me. Like I'm <laughs> cannot believe they did this to me. Um and uh, I can't believe that I enjoyed this movie as much as I did. I I, I really thought it was going to be just a uh, okay, fine, like I'll, I'll watch it. But no, like I I am shocked at myself for liking it as much as I did. And uh, yeah, uh, I gave this a, a three point five out of five, but I, I think it's closer to a four. Um, mm -hmm. I had a blast. Uh, I, I love the use of of the music. I love the performance. I can't believe it's the, it's two hours it didn't feel like it's the first movie the last two hours it doesn't feel like two hours and um mm -hmm. i wouldn't be shocked if i end up watching it again like i uh can't believe that i enjoyed it as much as i did i agree uh, um say probably a b b plus definitely on the higher end of, of horror films um god damn this year has been such a great year for scary movies i don't know what we're gonna get next but everything's been so good yeah, between this and Scream and Talk to Me and Evil Dead Rise and uh, Megan and Bowie's Afraid and The Nun, um, what what else have we got in this year? Too much, too, too much. much. Uh, Damn! I just looked up a Funko Pop for Saw signed by Tobin Bell, six hundred bucks. Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm good. Probably get that way cheaper if you just bump into him at a con. Um, uh, probably. 
Probably. Um, speaking of horror movies, we are now in Spooky Month, and doesn't stop here. Doesn't stop with this one. We're gonna have uh, a lot more to discuss. We have uh, uh, the Exorcist Believer coming out mm-hmm. this year, this next week, mm-hmm. uh, and so hopefully we do that. Uh, if po- it's possible that we do, uh, I want to talk about this Mexican uh, horror movie that I told you about, which is Wesera. Yes, uh, that I want to cover next week as well. All right, uh, then we'll we'll try to shoot to do to do those next week. Um, there's bound to be other stuff that, that are going to come out. Uh, my local theater is doing a back-to-back screenings of the original Exorcist and the Believer, so Son I might go to that. I might go to that. Um, pretty excited about that. Um, I'm going to see Exorcist double feature because I've seen it, but I've never seen it in a in a theater um if you can believe this uh fun fact the exorcist was the first movie that we watched you and i together was it i thought it was jaws and then the exorcist did we watch jaws first i don't remember dude that class was so long ago i know uh for the purpose of this story we're gonna go with the exorcist fuck it it no because he he played it on halloween that's that's what it was yeah, but there's like a whole two months before. Like we start class in September. Oh yeah. Uh, Maybe shit. it was the first one we watched as friends. Like I think Maybe. did we sit next to each other? I believe it. Maybe. Uh, point is, uh, let's talk about next week. We're talking about. Uh, maybe Exorcist, maybe was said. I will see. We'll see how it comes out. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. You can find video reviews on uh, the Rollback podcast on YouTube. Uh, done by uh, one here, Eddie Luna, and you can find our reviews every week. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie, and this was the Rollback. Signing off with a reminder that if you plan to travel into another country, make sure you bring your puppet. You gotta what you gotta bring your puppet, man. I mean, it's not like they're gonna just have him there. There. Okay. <laughs> One last thing. If you're gonna go yeah. watch a scary film, I shit you not, when I went to go watch this movie, there was a lady arguing with the manager at AMC because she wouldn't let her take her five-year-old and three-year-old kid in to watch this movie. I stand with the uh, workers. Of, uh, I agree. I yeah. agree. Rules are rules, ma'am. That's why we have them. But why the fuck are you taking your kid to go watch this movie? Yo, when I when I went to see her, they tell you there were little kids in the theater, and I don't know how they fuck they did that. Whatever. Fuck it. Don't take your kids to rated R movies. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.